0: Okay. Woo! We are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PhDam, the Damned Podcast. What is <laughs> so it's a bit old. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PhDam, the podcast for damned PhD students, those who wish to become damned PhD students, and those of us in India. Oh which is not all of us but it's it's so some india
1: of us. You, you all should come y'all should come i was thinking this was the perfect opportunity
0: yeah you. yeah but you didn't invite us because
1: so. none of the no nobody's getting married
0: <laughs> ever.
1: again
2: yeah do I, don't, I
1: don't think any of my friends are getting married um, and if you are here you have to be a part of a wedding of a
2: wedding
0: okay you have to why
1: uh it's what white people do and i don't oh. <laughs> because <laughs> in weddings are long to see i guess it's I really, are. Really
0: fun. yeah it's really colorful. so mental no. health
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is weird like it feels more natural when we're sitting in the same room i suddenly feel like we're back in 2020 and this is covid season and i'm seeing from a screen and it's really weird i really do not like it
0: but in (laughs) 2020 did your friends have a microphone i think not
2: not yeah that microphone is just for you
0: (laughs) where did you get it I've had it for ages, and I've never used it.
1: What is it for? Why do?
0: Because Why do you- I was DJing, so I bought loads of stuff for DJing. What? You're a DJ. You know this. I have a whole thing. Anyway, how are you, Lara? Um,
2: okay, I guess.
0: What are you guys doing for Christmas?
2: We're meeting um at my house for Christmas lunch, I suppose. I don't know. Of course. That's Yes, Ooh,
0: I've bought so much stuff.
2: I have you. Okay, I need a session after this, uh, for my shopping list. I need. I have some questions for you. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: so this is so rude. This is so rude.
2: Pagya, you left us, so now it's your problem. It's not. It's we are not rude. It's I'm like so you're the I one that's not that. here.
0: You should have come I... back for like a day. <laughs> oh, if you would pay me.
1: I found out something horrible. By the way, I was asking the department for my RTSG mm-hmm. to get to get like a recorder, the support like brand. A recorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the support. Yeah. And sorry, I can't name him. The finance person said that if I get that money to buy the recorder, it becomes the department's recorder.
2: <laughs> I think it's only if it's above a certain threshold of money, like above a hundred or two hundred pounds. But
0: recorders are not that expensive. No, they are, they are not. They're very expensive.
1: No, no, they are very expensive. But I one. I'm getting like a sixty quid
2: one. But and even then...
0: that's expensive. Like you just want a dictaphone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can
2: get yeah. that for like ten pounds. pounds. Yeah, I'm
1: just not risk. So I, I'm getting like from like a company that is more dependable just so that i don't oh. it i'm mm-hmm. scared basically i'm scared <laughs> but why why does it become the department i don't understand that yeah after.
0: that doesn't make sense because if i go to a conference it's not now the department's conference <laughs> it's mine mm-hmm. and it's not the department's hotel room like i only am staying there so I'm like what i don't <laughs> i don't know what they meant but anyway <laughs> anyway
1: anyway 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 what anyway are- we talking about
0: um i thought you should because we normally do mental health check right Mhm. so are we doing that today yeah yeah are we in doing have we already started that i don't know but mm-hmm. if so i feel like we should go first and then pragya should just talk about india okay um, well i mean course, there might be other things it's like <Yeah>.
1: But
2: yeah. I mean you're not wrong. Okay, but not let's not talk too much about field work because that should be yeah. its own episode, right?
0: True.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Marisa, you start this time. Mental health.
0: I am exhausted. Okay, we say a lot. We do. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking tired. Oh, Paggy, you don't know. I work at MS and like Sorry for what? international, that is Marks and Spencers. It's a shop. Um. So, like, I'm working there for Christmas, and my hours are 6am to 10am, and I'm like, and I chose... But m like, M&S is not open at 6am. Yeah, that's why, but, like, they need to get everything ready to be Autism, open.
2: Yeah.
0: However, on Wednesday, because it's Christmas time, they did open at 6am. Oh, wow, Really? <laughs> and I came the, at 6 a.m. Oh so many old people. oh my god that's so crazy. many buying like their Christmas like groceries and stuff. Okay. I was so over it <laughs> <laughs> And a big part of me having the hours that I have was so that I didn't interact with customers that much. And now I'm like everyone leave me alone and it's I'm waking up so early. So I'm very tired and the good thing is, Oh, and my ethics got approved. So I'm actually happy about that. Woo, 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 woo. Mainly because... Actually, no. I'll say that. I'll say that offline. But okay. It's,
2: okay.
0: It's gotten approved finally. Okay. Um, and... I feel I... like
2: you were about to diss a person or something. Yes, yes, I was. Okay, nice. <laughs> nice. Because
0: I'm annoyed. <laughs> right. And then... um i trying to think of the new things that have happened in my life that I haven't shared with but you But can
1: I ask, why are you working in M&S?
0: Oh, because I'm poor. Okay. I hope that clarifies stuff for everyone. Um, okay. I'm poor, and I have so many holidays to go on. Okay. So, I was like... So, you're saving money for that? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, biggest one. In September, so it's not happening now, but in September next year, I... Will spend my third year living in London. Ooh, oh, that's. A I decision. haven't told anyone this apart from like Vicky.
2: Oh, I, why?
0: Because it's like I spend like eleven thousand on rent. Like next year I would have mm-hmm. eleven thousand on rent, and yeah. we get what seventeen.
2: Yeah.
0: So I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I could just go live at home,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: come up to Sheffield like once every couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We will be sad to not have you around.
0: You'll have me around. You'll see me as much as you see, like, the other London people.
2: Okay, I guess. <laughs> Which is never. Yeah, like, what the hell, Marisa? No,
0: but anyway, I, so I guess, I guess no. we
2: have to find a way to record the podcast anyway that is not in the podcast room.
0: It's fine. You'll come I'll for the, come the podcast. I'll come up regularly anyway, and then we can okay. record. Cool.
2: Cool. Right. Um, So I guess it's my turn now. Mm -hmm. So I have been on a leave of absence since um, the start of December. (laughs) So that's my news. I have done nothing PhD related uh, for like three weeks now because I had some health issues and they were just getting too much. And I just needed to stop and rest a little bit because I was Mm. also supposed to start. Uh, Doing interviews, and I just couldn't manage the times and everything because I thought that I would have to like reschedule all the time and stuff like that because I wasn't feeling well. I think I'm better now, but it will show because I only, it gets worse when I'm uh, on the computer for a long time and my eyes and the screen and everything. So that gets worse. But I feel like I'm better now. I also moved houses, which is always a little bit stressful. But it was fun. I actually don't mind moving houses. To whoever I say that, they make fun of me. (laughs) But I feel like it's a new point of like, you know, you take your things out, you pack them, you throw a lot of things that you're not using. You move somewhere that's new and clean. It's like a fresh start for me. So I don't really mind moving houses. Um, Yeah, but that's kind of it. I'm trying to like balance a bit more my health and my mental health in general. And we'll see how that goes when I actually start working for the PhD because right now I'm not doing anything. I'm just like cooking and baking and watching Netflix and laying on the sofa, basically.
0: Woo, as you should.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: And um, what was I going to say? When are you coming back to PhD life?
2: Ah, um, it's start of January, supposedly. So just, oh. just by the end of the month, yeah. It actually felt like nothing. Like, I don't know how this week's passed. This week's passed really, really fast. So, I, I don't feel like I was doing nothing for, for like four weeks, but like it is <laughs> what it is now. <laughs> and Jeez, one it longer. I don't know. I feel like maybe if I wait longer, then I will get too at the, the attached from the PhD and then it'll take mm-hmm. longer to, to get into it. So, I think for now it should do, and we'll see how it goes in the next months
1: before I go mm-hmm. how did you take the leave of absence and I'm like yeah I guess not just saying for like letting the audience know but also like for <laughs> the
2: process yes yeah.
1: I've also never taken like a leave
2: so there's different reasons that you can take a leave of absence Um, one is medical reasons that's the most straightforward one right so you go to your doctor and your doctor gives you a letter that says that because of this and this reason you so it's like a supporting letter and then you need to fill in an application that you say what are the reasons and attach the supporting letter and your supervisors mm-hmm. have to make some notes as well and sign it off and then it goes to your department so your department has to sign it off and then it goes to the faculty and then the faculty needs to sign it off as well um, so th- the one reason is mental uh, not mental health Unfortunately, health reasons, I think they also include mental health reasons, but your doctor needs to sign off. And then there is a series of other reasons that might uh, that you might get a leave of absence for. But it's like it goes through more scrutiny if you don't have a doctor paper, basically. Uh, But it might be I think they give it for bereavement, like if someone died in your family or for other reasons that are personal or there's something happening, whatever. There is different reasons and, and they are understanding with that. Um. Yeah, so I hope it go. Actually, I'm not sure if it went through properly yet because I submitted the paper just a couple of days before I went on a leave of absence, but they told me you can go and and be on your leave of absence and it might get uh, accepted later on because it's a health reason. So they were sure it will get accepted at some point. So I'm not sure how that went at all. But yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward, like the paperwork that you have to fill in. But I think... The university more and more lately uh, has more scrutiny about who they actually grant the leave of absence also the problem is that if you're an international student you only have a certain amount of days that you can take per year as leave so if you need any more than those days uh, you might not get it granted or your visa might be revoked wow yes always
1: always a threat um so how long how long can someone take a leave of
2: absence for so the minimum is 28 days so if you want to take less than 28 days you don't need to apply Mm -hmm. but also your time doesn't get extended so if you just need a week whatever you just lost a week of your phd but Mm -hmm. if you get a leave of absence i don't know if there is a maximum time maybe six months i think Mm -hmm. so but if you get a leave of absence like um then your uh, your period that you have to submit gets extended so now I got a a month extra so my my deadline is not let's say in September it's in the end of October so you get the month extra in the end
0: and it varies depending on who you are like if you're an international student I think you only get was it two months or three
2: two months I think if you're an international student maximum is two months per year yeah Uh, also different funders i know that the esrc that funds our our phds they have um if it's medical reasons they will cover your leave of absence paid uh but they decide if they will pay it or not so it's up to them so your your stipend might uh, not come for that month basically if you're on a leave of absence so it's a thing like, yeah, you know, I'm working. But I, I'm not working. I'm ill or I have some personal issues. So, okay, I am stopped working, but I also don't get paid. So it, it's a little bit of a um, tight drop. Yeah. And, and then,
1: probably that's what we're going to talk about today. Kind of. Not yeah, really. leave. Yes. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, my mental health is not okay. i uh, <laughs> have not rested since i've been here uh in in, and i've not and i don't think i'm gonna have any time to rest in the next whatever number of months um i actually haven't gotten my ethics application approved because i haven't resubmitted because i'm having changes every single day i'm making changes because things are just changing and like what So, for example, one of the things that I told the organization that I was working with from England that I'm going to do is pay my participants. And I don't know if they read it or not, but when I started working with them, they said that I couldn't do that because if I paid certain individuals and I didn't pay all the families as someone who is at some level um being represented like is representing that mm-hmm. organization it would be a bad name for them so um so yeah so I'm just like that changed and then there's like certain other things that so I'm recruiting my participants through their own data the the organization has its own sort of cohort lists and like it has different sort of indicators and i didn't expect them to have like medical information so for example they take medical information on like blood pressure sugar uh mm-hmm. if not the exact metrics of it but at least the fact that this person has blood sh- blood uh, pressure or this person has uh, diabetes or you know and then HIV things which are very like sensitive to. So even with respect to that, I didn't expect that. And then now I might use it and I'm not sure if I need to. So there's like changes happening every day. And that's just like I'm 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 just it's too much happening. And I just wanna submit it once in full, and for all. And um and yeah and I've not been able to do that so anyway
2: um, um well, yeah. yeah I have a lot to say about that but maybe for say. the next episode because we could talk about this for like hours we you really can <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. next episode <laughs> put a pause on that no, but you can say you can't say you no no to. it's just crazy to me because like it's expected I think by everyone everyone knows that the moment that you go to do your field work nothing will happen as you planned it, especially in the ethics application. Mm-hmm. So it's like like there is a line that you need to draw as a researcher of when do I continue resubmitting ethics applications and wait for them mm-hmm. to be uh, accepted? And when do I say, okay, this is just what's happening and I'll just go with it and that's okay. it? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Although well, these are like huge things. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm stressed vicariously listening mm-hmm. to this, you know what I mean? Oh, um, Yes,
1: yeah, so it's just, I'm like, I don't want to say it, but I'm just going to say it. Like, there's lots of people who irritate me throughout my day. And, you know, they make the processes even more difficult. People are so, people are so bureaucratic here you're not used to the
2: bureaucracy of india
0: anymore now that you have been in the uk
1: oh my god you need permission for everything like if i have to go to lunch some people tell me that i should take permission from someone else who i know would not stop me from going to lunch but they're just like oh just to be very sure just can you just go and ask them that you but
2: Wait you're know? not working for them you're not getting paid so you can go and come whenever you want no
1: Exactly and some people understand that but then some people don't and I totally understand why they don't because they have internalized mm-hmm. the, like hierarchy where they're scared like let me leave <laughs> and they're like oh my god if she leaves and then it's on me i don't know what to do so they make me like Whoa. call them mm-hmm. Person and this person. Anyway, so throughout my day, I'm like usually really irritated, and I'm just (laughs) like, "Can I only have to smile?" Because I'm this person has come from a different country to do research, and I'm just like always (laughs) smiling. (laughs) But it it is taking a toll on me.
0: Fake smiling.
2: (laughs) Fake smiling is the worst.
1: (laughs) And work is not for the faint-hearted. Like it's just no, it's just too difficult. Um, Anyway, I've not started my fieldwork. I'm still scoping, but I'm just, like, going around and, like, trying to manage all my relationships um, in, like, in my working, sort of, life, but also in my personal life, like, I've realised that Sheffield is, like, a better place for my mental health only because there's not too many relationships that I have to manage there, as in, like, you know, they're not, like, relatives and there's not, like, people you know, just around, like, there's a lot of social expectations here, which are, which do take a toll on you. And I think I've, I've just gotten used to the shuffle life. And now I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I, mm. God, I can't do that. Um, mm. um, What's and,
2: an example of a thing that you can't do? Oh, my
1: God, you'll be so mad. But uh, <laughs> there's a thing that a lot of women, um, like aunties in, um, in here do, which is basically, if your top is a bit up, just because you're just, I don't know, you're holding on to something or like, I don't know, it just is a bit up because you're not, you're not, it's, maybe it's fashion, you know. <laughs> top tops. They would, yeah, yeah. They would just come and they would
0: be like, oh my God, your top is off. off. Yes.
1: And they would just like touch you and just fix you. That's such and a like, lovely
0: Southern thing. <laughs>
1: the other day I was so pissed about this and this happened to me in the morning I was on in the the metro subway and I was just like, this has ruined my entire fucking day (laughs) Um, I'm just I'm trying to be more patient and to be more like, okay I'm just gonna stop wearing tops that do that (laughs) and yeah so I'm just, I think I'm dealing with a lot right now, I don't want to cry because my son will get awkward Um, but (laughs) Uh, yes, sure but no, I had a lot of fun. Um, I met lots and lots of friends. One of my friends, two of my friends, I can't say one of my friends, two of my friends got married to each other. And um and it was beautiful, and I'm really grateful for the food and the fun, just not the
2: fieldwork. So yeah. FFF. I'm sure I'm sure it will get better. Yeah, yes. I get more used to it, and everything gets settled a bit more. Yes, yeah, yeah. You Just need to adjust. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wi-Fi is such a problem. I'm, 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 I'm blabbering and bickering, but today Wi-Fi is. <laughs> but uh, this one of these days, uh, I had to talk to my supervisor. Like I had a supervision, and mm-hmm. it didn't happen because of the Wi-Fi. Oh wow! And I was just like, "Fuck me!" Like this is such a third world thing to happen. <laughs>
0: Is this like um, your new supervisor or? All your, of them. On, oh, okay.
1: Um, oh, wow. And now we have a WhatsApp group, and then they've they've just said that if you don't get Wi Fi for like a proper meeting, just WhatsApp call us. That's how difficult things have become. And mm-hmm. of course, I can't do that because it's so informal. So I'm just like, I'm just like,
2: this is. Just send voice notes to your supervisors. <laughs>
0: I, I, I can't lie. I would do that. that I, I don't think it's a well, bad idea.
1: Su- I mean, I have cool supervisors too, but they- some of them are really old. And, but like, it's fine. I know you think I perceive, perceive, I'm okay. I don't know how they perceive informal conversations. I don't think very well, but maybe they do. I don't I've know. I've
0: seen your well. supervisors. They're absolutely okay. But
1: yeah, otherwise, I'm okay. I don't
0: otherwise,
1: yes. <laughs>
2: So what are we talking
1: about today? To to lighten the
2: mood. Yes.
0: Lighten the mood. Happy birthday to us. What? Happy birthday. Ah yes. Okay.
1: I was so confused. (laughs) We completely forgot about it, by the way.
0: Yeah, we did. It was okay. I need to stop doing this. It was six days ago, but still. (laughs) Um happy birthday to us. How, How many of
2: episodes have we done in a year? Oh, should and I Yes, why not? Uh,
1: it's been a year. Oh, my God.
2: It's by the way.
1: That we talked about boobs and thought this was a good idea. Right?
2: Yeah. Yes. This was the last minute decision, by the way, everyone that's listening. Because we're supposed to record in the studio and get Pragya in normally. Like uh, from a video call. But Mm. that did not work out because of reasons so now we are doing this and if it works if this works i think we'll continue doing it for a bit yeah sometimes it's more convenient
0: um i'll see if i can try and make the audio like sexier i don't think i can um What do you mean? No, like you know, when we're in the studio, it's crisper mm-hmm. and it's yes, like...
2: it's re- the audio is really nice in the studio. This will not yeah. be as nice. This gives
0: yeah. us like phone vibes, you know, like Yes. not yeah. exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, but romanticize five... it,
1: just romanticize yeah, it. Yeah,
0: this is field work, guys. This yeah. is field. No, I this say is... this as two two of us have not started up.
2: <laughs> yes, and also we live like 10 minutes in the trauma part of each other. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We live so close. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you do. But like, just a ride. <laughs> you could have but, just, um,
0: like, been together. Yeah. yeah. This is our twentieth episode. Mm-hmm.
2: Twenty. Oh, that's a oh, good oh, number. Oh. Right.
0: Um, we would have done more, but we didn't. So, everyone, move on. <laughs> uh,
1: we did four episodes, lesser than the usual than would have been expected of us. Really?
2: Yeah, because what week... is we took a
0: decent time off?
2: We wait we... how many weeks how many weeks does a year have? Fifty-two. So you were supposed to post every second week. So fifty-two uh, divided well, yes. Two
1: two okay. episodes per month. Twenty-four no, episodes. No, a month 26. sometimes
2: has more than four weeks. Okay, we needed 26 episodes and we did 20. So that's perfect.
0: Yeah. Right. No one can kill us. No. Um,
2: also, if people want to listen, they have to roll with this precarity because... Yeah,
0: we're just girls. Yeah, we're I not getting paid for this. We're just doing it life. for fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's basically just a televised catch-up.
2: hmm
0: yeah. Um, okay. But no, what we were going to talk about is sort of reflections of the year of a podcast thing um like what no. are your best moments no like what are your best moments what are your worst moments
1: oh, i thought we were talk
2: about leave oh okay fine let's talk leave
1: <laughs> no we can talk about a favorite moment
2: okay so i think this favorite moments what happened in this year and what we want to happen next year is also related because it's also new years and like new year resolutions and stuff like that yeah, and then we can also talk about leaves. So we can talk about both things, I guess. Right. right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll start. So when we started doing this podcast, I don't I did not know how this will go. If we will actually continue yeah. doing it, this is my favorite moment.
1: Anyway. We are not
2: the most like um. How do you call this? Can't find the word. Consistent? Yeah, we're not the most consistent people in general, I would say.
1: Or serious. We're not even serious. We're just very, Mm -hmm. like, unserious.
2: Yeah, so I was like, are we actually going to continue doing this? Like, is it going to work? Are people going to listen? And I think it went much, much better than I expected. Mm -hmm. Um. And I like this vibe of this is something we want to do and we want to have episodes out, but it's not that serious that we we like obsess about it, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever, if we miss a week, we miss a week. If we don't pause, we don't post. If no one listens, no one listens. It doesn't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. So, and I kind of like that vibe because I think it fits with us and it also gives us the opportunity to just be ourselves and just have fun mm-hmm. and do whatever we want rather than thinking, ah, ah, will people like this or who is listening and what will happen and what will happen if I'm sick and I can't do it. So I, I kind of like this. And I think we've said before, it's it's in a way a space for us to just share and relax and talk about things that are very important to us and in our lives and in our lives as PhD students. So I think overall, I see it as a very positive experience. I don't know about you.
0: Um, I think like for me, the best part was the beginning
2: Mm -hmm.
0: when we thought nobody would listen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> i feel like we could say and do more because we knew no one was gonna listen mm-hmm. and then okay for me personally when i thought okay now people are actually listening there's certain things i can't say okay um, like what like the ethics thing for instance
2: okay yes i
0: understand um like i wanted to talk about it but i can't mm-hmm talk about it because then I'm mm-hmm. like, who will hear me talking about it? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Um but um yeah I so I really liked the beginning episodes because I feel like we were also like we had energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. A different energy that I feel like not that we can't get back, but I think there was like a naivety that we had that we probably
2: mm-hmm.
0: can't get back. Do you know what I mean? Um but I am also happy it has lasted this long. <laughs> because I didn't think it would last a year. So, Pragya? Um, I do agree with that.
1: I think a bit, I have become a bit conscious about what the things I say. But then, I do listen to myself and the things that I say. And I'm just like, I have literally no shame sometimes. Same and these <laughs> <are> people. <laughs> these are people. I'm meeting in the department who are Mm -hmm. listening to me talk
2: Mm -hmm. about
1: sex life, listening to me comment on your bold sex lives. And I'm like, there is no shame.
2: Sex is life. But there should not be shame about sex. No, there shouldn't be. Yes.
1: Yes. I do do agree with that. I think the fact that I can dare to do that as a South Asian person, Uh, I'm kidding. It just makes me feel like this is very special, and this is very like this is a space that I've told this so many times, but I want to look back at this and be so happy that I documented Mm -hmm. my PhD journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I don't write these sort of feelings in my um, journals, like maybe some parts of it, but like the way you're having this candid conversations, and like you say something, and then that makes me think about something else and then you know the conversation flows and that's not the same as writing in a journal I guess and I'm so glad that it's this is going to be there forever hopefully Mm -hmm. as I don't know Spotify dies or I don't know what happens (laughs) but like um and that makes me really really happy um even though I've sold all the shame that I have in my life um And I'm like an open book out there. And so are you both, so I don't know.
2: Mm -hmm. I have to say this weird sometimes because I meet people that I don't know Mm -hmm. or that I just know like by face or like, you know, there's like, I'm not gonna say names, but people especially that know you better than me, like from your department or people around. And then they see me, right? And I know who they are, I know their name, but I don't know anything personal about them. Like I've had a beer with them maybe. And then they start, they start asking me about things, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How do you know this piece of information about my personal life that I have definitely not told you because I have seen you once? <laughs> and then they are like, ah, I listened to the podcast, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Like I met a friend that came back to Sheffield um some weeks ago and she I hadn't seen her like in person for like a year or something. And she's apparently listening to the podcast. So hi Bruna if you're if you're listening. But then she started telling me things and I was like, um, um, what? And she's like, Yeah, I listen to the podcast. So she she in a way, it's a very, it's like a very it's what happens to people that are, like, whatever, YouTubers or whatever. But it's a very past social relationship. Even if you yeah. know the person, they know so much more information about you than you know about them. <laughs> so, like, she was catching up on what I was doing in my life through the podcast, and I had no idea what she, what she's doing. Yeah. So, it, it's, like, a very strange thing. It's not necessarily bad. Like, I don't care. If I cared, I wouldn't be doing this. But it's really, really strange. Like, yeah, it's
1: so weird. It's so weird. A lot um, of people in India also say the same like they know both mm-hmm. you so well oh especially, my god especially the friend that got married mm-hmm. uh, she was I was talking about yeah. basically she's a leo too um, <laughs>
2: you know what I saw her on the videos and I was like I feel like this is Prague's friend that is the closest to me if it makes like I I, from her (laughs) vibes I felt like it's me because she (laughs) had
1: to arrange like literally everything and like Mm -hmm. plan literally everything like her outfits and her groom's outfits and like every like literally everything and like rituals all that and i was just giving her an example of like oh you know i went to this wedding of my friend in august and i feel like it's because you both are leos and that's why you're the same like you have the same energy and then she's like i know her i know lara
2: (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) i know lara
1: (laughs) But but yeah, yeah. And I I love that. I love maybe that. one day we
2: should do a call like this with all of our fans, like the ones that here <laughs> to come, but people that maybe are our friends from different countries, and then just that have everyone it. on a call and do like a hi. That's also so yeah.
0: Shout out to India, who is mm-hmm. now our second biggest country listening listener. I don't know what you say. Mm-hmm.
1: Like oh huh? That's because we have too
0: many people, but anyway. And that's fine. You know, too many people listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's true. We need no. more people listening. <laughs> um, and another um, highlight, actually, is people who message us, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. You know when
0: they, like, send us tweets or send us DMs or whatever? Like, I got one, or I say I, we got one um, last week saying, oh, like, I really love the podcast um and I'm a prospective PhD like like they're not on the PhD yet and I was like oh this is so cute um so yeah it's just nice when people say they like it because mm-hmm. like people who don't know us the ones not no offense to our friends but like <laughs> I feel like our friends have to it's like your mom like when your mom says oh you look so beautiful like you have to say that whereas like <laughs> people who don't know us they don't have to like
2: to be honest, I feel a bit weird that our friends are listening because most of the stories that we talk about on the podcast, they already know this because we spend True. time with them, right? And then we talk with them. And then they still sit down in their houses on their private time. True. They listen to us talking for an hour, like extra of what they listen anyway. Well, but I'm that? like, hmm, this is very weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would do it. Probably. But, like. Definitely not. So, okay. shout
0: out to our friends. Shout yes. out to-
2: for sure for sure really. um so is this something we want for the next, for the upcoming year the second year of PhD?
0: probably like part of me says more listeners but then i'm like do i <laughs> like <laughs> like obviously like like it would be nice for more people to listen but it would mm-hmm. also be not so nice for more people to listen mm-hmm. but i'm like whatever happens with that happens yes Um, strangers maybe
1: but not more people who know us
0: I don't know or who have access to us
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) because I'm really ashamed um, (laughs) so so that I'm really ashamed of the Matthias' episode which I listened to yesterday because I saw uh, our Spotify wrapped and I was like why was this shared so many times I have to listen and then listen to it I was just like the things that we have talked about like oh my gosh anyway uh but yeah but yeah no definitely more
0: listeners
1: like definitely
0: more videos more sex okay that sounds like porn now that like i've put those two <laughs> things together but um what do you mean more sex talk about like, more in sex. our lives yeah yeah no no not necessarily in our <laughs> life but like no no <laughs> um but no, like more more scandal more scandalous. Probably. probably.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I um, want to be
1: braver, but I'm just like I've I've become very um aware of the fact that some people might just listen to it. Even the things that I told you before we started recording. I do want mm-hmm. to talk about it because it is very scandalous and gossipy and everything. But then I feel like
0: Oh no, but that's different because that's about specific people that don't Necessarily need the business (laughs) on on a podcast, but um, scandal. I mean, in our own lives, and like, don't want any more scandals. Probably more, probably more engagement. Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. I don't think I want necessarily more listeners, but more engagement with the listeners we have so mm-hmm. like we know I feel like we did this blind sort of and it was fun and it's always fun doing it blind but it would also be nice to know like what should we say what should we do
2: mm-hmm.
0: what do you want to hear who do you want on the you know like things like that so you can see like what do people like rather than me looking at numbers and analytics because I feel like
2: they yeah. don't
0: tell you everything you need what to about know.
2: more guests
0: I don't know
2: about more. We haven't had a guest in a while. At some point, we noticed that our guest episodes were not doing as well as other episodes. And that's not necessarily... I think it was just because bringing a fourth person in kind of changed the dynamics. And everyone was a little bit more reserved. I think that's why they didn't do well, not because our guests were not amazing people, right? Um, But I think we should try to find more people that, would have a good dynamic and that have things to say uh, and that we could have on once in a while like i don't want to forget completely about it. Yeah.
0: but i think we had enough this year yeah like, we I did have, have we had like four or five how many yeah. is you have? like i feel like that's yes. no like to dot around because they're mm-hmm. not it's not like a constant mm-hmm. thing but it's like i,
2: I have know, to say i think like my favorite episode in the podcast, like recording aspect wise, but also the final result is was the episode with Frane, because I feel like <laughs> okay. Frane has such a much energy with us. And also yeah. we have such mm-hmm. a good relationship with him that it, yeah. it was just like, it was very high. Like I felt like in the start that we were very excited and just going mm-hmm. with the flow. And so I think that was that was a lot of fun to record. And I think that the episode was a lot of fun uh, as well. Um, Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward for a fieldwork series. Yes, so I think that's something that I would like to do, and I think that we should definitely do two, even more Mm -hmm. episodes about fieldwork. Like one now Mm -hmm. that is the start. Before we're getting in, we're still trying to get in. Definitely one when we finish our fieldwork in the end. But I would, it would be very interesting for me to once in a while have a fieldwork episode and just talk about what is happening. In a way, as Paglia was saying before, like documenting our uh, like our thoughts and discussing them with each other because I think it will also be really interesting for other people mm-hmm. that, that still haven't done fieldwork. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, I think there's a level of mystery behind fieldwork mm-hmm. because like, this is a problem that I'm having with mine. So I say I haven't started my fieldwork, I have. It's just not filled work like it's not outside of my home it's just on my laptop right now right now. Um,
2: but that's also field work for some people some people right. just do analysis and stuff like that so yeah right
0: which is what I'm doing now so I'm reading all the papers because I'm not used to the analysis that I'm doing so I'm reading all the papers about it to kind of figure that out and nobody wants to tell you what they did and like mm-hmm. well they will tell you what they did sorry but they won't tell you how they did it they would just be like we did this Mm with this many people and then that's Mm -hmm. it and I'm like why is there always so much mystery around field work like just tell us what you did how did you feel about it what were the barriers what were the easy bits like I want to know everything so I think Mm -hmm. that really good yes
2: exactly and I think we could also someone of you had this idea I don't remember who it was but we could have small recordings that we take while we are doing something and then play those as well in so in the moment if something happens we just take our phone and record like this shit just happened right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was really weird and then we can discuss these things I think that will be a lot of fun yes like murders in the
1: building i do not know what that is but yes they're they they are also a trial Um, Mm -hmm. but they're crazy not like us we're okay um (laughs) then, (laughs) then um they have a podcast too and it's like they go and solve like sometimes they're not together, so they go and solve mm-hmm. different tangents of the murder by themselves, and then they just record it, and then it becomes a part of the podcast, which is such a good idea. So let's steal it.
0: But yeah, right. That, but then obviously with no personal information. Like... Yeah. Of course. No, no. <laughs> Don't interview people and <laughs> record. <I> need to <laughs> put that in our ethics <laughs> application because of this podcast. Um, oh, ethics would 100 percent get rejected. <laughs> um but uh, what
1: about what bigger, we... bigger, bigger aspirations? Like
2: personal ones or podcast ones. No, podcast. Like, should we
1: monetize it and like I don't
2: know. Ching Ching Ching. With that cup, the Ching 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 is very good with your heart. It just like the emotion. <laughs>
0: think so yeah i mean at some
2: point we should i guess but like i think now it's not it doesn't make any sense yeah have more listeners to be able but i also i'm like do i really want like what are we gonna do some sense right and then people will get ads on their podcasts uh, when they are listening so i'm like "Mm, is it really worth it for me we have to pass a point where it's worth it yeah i don't know if that makes sense and then do it but like i don't know yeah
0: yeah, I would want to do it in a way that is not annoying. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe we need, like, a masterclass
1: on, like, podcasts. <laughs> on capitalism. Your life is a masterclass capitalism. of capitalism.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's also New Year, so do you have any personal aspirations
0: oh, so. that you want
2: for the New Year? any like resolutions or whatever the hell we did this last year too i remember mm-hmm. and yeah. probably we should have checked what they were last year to see if we have actually accomplished them
0: but no my only resolution is to pass my confirmation review do you know what I mean? oh. my resolution was to pass my confirmation review <laughs> it should have been to pass my ethics uh because i didn't know that was gonna be such a bitch uh but that's also been done. So, yeah, that's my, my that was mine last year. This year. Um. Uh. Does that have to be PhD related? I don't have anything. No, it
2: doesn't have to be PhD related. Uh.
1: Um. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's also going to be your uh, birthday 30th.
0: Oh yeah, I'm gonna be 30. Birthday. Yeah, me too. Um I'm not really changing anything if I'm honest. Like I'm just gonna be the same person, but 30.
2: 30.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um to size down. I'm gonna try and get rid of stuff because I'm moving. Okay. Where? To London. She just told us. Oh, when are you moving? September. In September. So I have so many months to get less stuff mm-hmm. but that's so hard for me because i'll probably get more stuff so definitely new shoes and oh, you've already I already bought, bought boots <laughs> because i now have the MS discount i bought boots and like they're so nice nice
2: but yeah i've
0: already parked it is what i'm trying to say <laughs> anyway should we go back next
1: yeah um I've started seeing the years as timelines for the PhD. <laughs> so my New Year's resolutions are basically to stick to that timeline and mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah. June confirmation review. Mm-hmm. August mm-hmm. Lara's wedding. <laughs> September <laughs> India start field work. Um <laughs> ethics application, blah blah blah. Um I didn't stick to my timeline, so I definitely <laughs> fucked it up. June <laughs> uh, confirmation review. June confirmation review. August, Lara's wedding, which happened, by the way. September, yes. field work, which didn't happen.
2: I mean, uh, you went. Like, when did you go in November? Right, whatever. Two months. Not your fault. It's okay. It's true.
1: Um, I don't regret it though. I feel like I needed <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. I was not ready in June with my confirmation review. Even like, even if someone paid me to do it back then, I wouldn't. Mm it. I'm not gonna lie to myself. Uh, even though we were, we did uh, make our, uh, we did write our entire confirmation review document in during our masters. I just thought that I could have done it. But I think over time it's just like, I don't know, I was not happy. I was not happy with what I had written and I wanted more. Mm. Uh, clarity in my head too what I was doing and everything so I was I would say that I was kinder to myself because I'd really beat myself up when it comes to these things mm-hmm. like uh, especially like timelines um, and that's why all the frustrations happening also right now because I'm having this entire thing about like oh I haven't submitted my ethics yet and every day there is a change in it but mm-hmm. um, I don't I'm trying yeah I'm trying to be kinder. So maybe that's my my resolution for next year that I'm just going to be kinder to myself and uh, see whatever happens. I also do want to, um, I don't know, engage myself in stuff, which is strictly non-academic. This year, I think I've done a bit. i want to do i want to continue doing that next year too so that's my that's going to be my resolution Mm -hmm. what about you lana
2: so i've made a point to not do resolutions in the way of like I need to do this, or I need to be like that, mm, right, okay. because I think they're really toxic for me. Right. Mm. So, like, I remember when I was younger, when I was a teenager, it's like, ooh, the new year will come. I should start working out and lose weight. Oh my God. Or and I what should. Is, what is with that resolution? Or I should, yeah, I don't know. Or I should yeah. get like um like the highest mark on my exams or whatever, whatever. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe my resolutions should be so that I shouldn't. Um, not push myself, but I shouldn't oh. make myself do things yeah. that I don't really need to do. I said I want to be kinder to myself and to not be a perfectionist. Um, I think that's what my solution was. <laughs> 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 I'm trying. It's a work in progress and I think it will continue working in the next year. But I think just me taking this leave of what? absence. It's like a big big point towards that because it's not really my style. Like I would not do that normally. And like I was talking with a friend yesterday and she had told me like repeatedly for the whole year that I have to take a leave of absence to stop doing something because I would not get better if I don't stop for a bit. And I would not do it. Like I just blatantly refused. Uh, and now I did it. So I think that's a, a a good way into the new year, let's say. Um, I think I kept my timeline until... Uh, recently, like, because I was supposed to start my fieldwork. So I had my confirmation in June, July. So submission in June and presentation in July and then the wedding. And then I think after the wedding, what happened was I was so tired and I was so exhausted because so many things happened in like a month and so much planning and everything that I was like on overload and I could not think straight. So I think there I lost some time um, with my PhD. I was not as productive as I would want to. But I think I will manage to catch up now in January if everything goes to plan. So I'm okay with my PhD. I'm not worried about the timeline. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit back, but I think it's expected that our initial uh, timeframes will not necessarily be true because nothing works out as you plan it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think it's okay, and I want to continue trying to be kind to myself and not be a perfectionist. I want to also not freak out during my field work because I need to interview a lot of people that are very important and like well-known people that are really smart and stuff like that. So for me, it's a bit of, a, of like, you know, I need to be, I need to be able to have these conversations and everything. So, but I, I also want to take that easy. Like I, if I make a mistake, it's okay. If I see something stupid, it's okay, it doesn't matter. Like, I I want to go in it with this approach because if not, I will, like, uh, die, basically. Um, But, yeah, and I also want to do more things that are not academic. So I think that that will be very important in the new year Uh, to find things to do that are not really related to my PhD. I think I said this many times, like, go paint or go for walks and do things with my friends and stuff like that, more of it. Mm. Because I don't want the PhD to, like, take over everything.
0: I missed one. I have one resolution that is mm-hmm. PhD related. I want to write at least 10,000 words. Okay. This year. Because I don't want to be in my third year and feel overburdened by so much writing. That makes sense. Um, and I know that this year is not really for writing so much. Mm-hmm because you've got so much other stuff to do, but I just want to get a head start because I don't... Like, I know if I'm like, oh, I've got 100,000 words to write, basically, by the end of this year, I'm not going to do it.
2: Like, yeah. (laughs) I refuse. So, yeah. I think I want to make a habit of writing uh, more frequently, yeah. like writing and maybe not like really formal writing, but like I finished, like you know, because our fieldwork has different phases and different things that we're doing. I think it's, I think the point is that when something kind of ends or rounds up, we should just give ourselves a couple of days just to write up some reflections of what happened, because I nice. think then if you have all of these small things written, then it will be much easier to put it all together. But uh, yes.
0: That's kind of what my journal is for.
2: Yeah, write same. thoughts, mm-hmm. write
0: thoughts that sometimes I find hard to even think. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you think things and you're just like, while it makes sense to me, I can't necessarily articulate this. So yes. I just need to give myself time to write it down. Mm-hmm. Journal, so it's there, yeah, and I can see what my thoughts are, mm-hmm. like just there on paper. So it's I
2: think in this way it will be interesting also to share between us because I think when you try to explain it to someone else, then it might mm. just become clearer what you're trying to, like articulate. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Um, and.
0: So yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's Christmas now, so it's the holiday season. Tagia, oh, what really? are you doing for Christmas in India? So much. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? like I was like, I said, it's, India. like, like
0: oh, I, it's December the 25th we're living our lives like I want to yeah.
2: do that I want
1: to do like it's December the 25th I don't fucking care but basically this part of India and now actually most parts because like everything is just like everybody celebrates everything yeah. but especially
2: mm-hmm. globalization proper
1: sort of um tradition of like celebrating Christmas and like lots of tourists people general come to Calcutta and also go to Darjeeling for like spending Christmas Mm because it's a very colonial space like Calcutta was a presidency it was like the capital uh back in colonial times. so it has those sort of like it has those sort of bakeries and like those sort of like churches and where they very religiously, like, celebrate Christmas
2: and a very good
1: Christian population, to be honest. And then it's the same for Darjeeling. So, like, both these cities are, like, very lit during Christmas, uh, which is very different than how Christmas is celebrated in England, where, like, it's more, like, cosy and, like, people go to people's house and eat. Here it's more like people go out and, like, there's, like all over um, the street yesterday. It's very close to... You want
2: photos? Please, photos. Yes. yes.
1: Your photo um, that I took yesterday. It's already, like, the lights are up and it's just, like, an intense sort of, like, thing happening. Oh, wow. wow. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. they put, like, lights up and everything. And this happens every single year. So it's not, like... Mm not new, I don't know what this is.
2: But... <laughs> my you just really, really showed really us really like a... A <laughs> nude? Yes, sir, you... <laughs> <laughs> it. was just a hazy picture.
0: <laughs> okay. A hazy nude.
1: A hazy nude. Um, but yeah, it's really, really nice. And um, yeah, so my plan, so many plans, which is starting from today, actually. And every, every festival in this country is like celebrated, like over days for some reason mm. so yesterday parks this like the street it was already full of like vendors and bakers and like people who sell food wow. and stuff like that um but today i'm meeting my, my friend who i haven't met for like four years you guys have never heard of her and she's wow. one of my brothers, friends and you've not heard because like that's the kind of relationship that we share she she she's never there but like anyway she's she's very important i'm meeting her um and then tomorrow my parents and i my parents are here we're going for a theater festival of their theater group um and then on sunday i'm not doing anything but on monday we're going to the street again and then we'll see what happens but like just ease and have fun and all those things so that's my plan. I that know what that really are.
2: exciting. Mm-hmm. It is exciting. England is so boring during Christmas. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Everything is closed. There's yeah. some Christmas markets, but for some yeah. reason they end on the twenty fourth of uh, December. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. Like it's a Christmas market. Just leave it until New Year's or something. Like and have it open on Christmas so you can go out and like I don't know get I your should have something for the loners like yeah you, you know
1: this is a capitalist world it's getting more, and more lonely and it is going to get more and more lonely after this so why mm-hmm. just have like those markets I understand that it's obviously it takes a lot of labor and everything mm-hmm. but, you know, people can do like stuff outside too I think it's too cold but like, yeah
0: some restaurants are open it's just a bit weird to... I think London mm. might be very awake Christmas, not really so. like you mean the day like the, the, no,
1: the eve
0: oh yeah yeah there's a lot happening and people finish work at like 11 or something and it's like
2: yeah but i don't think mm-hmm. sheffield is... no sheffield is, like, it's yeah. sheffield. sheffield is it's a bit dead anyway so it's okay <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> like go to lara's home <laughs> no i was selling an uber driver this the other day because he was like you know, like London is has so much crime and stuff. And yes. um, it might be hard for a small town person to like go and live there and feel secure. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, cause it was on my way to work. So it was like 5 a.m. I was like, um, I feel it, but the other way, like in London at 5 a.m. I would walk to, cause like I can get a bus to work but it's a 20 minute walk away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in London, I would walk that 20 minutes and feel fine. But here because like I know London, but here it's like so quiet. Yeah. At five AM. It's quiet at seven PM. So it's like it's gonna be really quiet at five AM that it just feels wait, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. No, it doesn't, yeah, it makes sense. It feels unsafe. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like too like it's too quiet and it's too dark. Yeah. What are your plans? Just say
1: it. I would I I don't wanna know, but for what? For Christmas?
2: Yeah, we're just having Christmas lunch, like a nice Christmas lunch, a feast. Um, and, yeah. what, are coming and who, what are you eating? What is okay. It? Who's coming?
0: There's like seven of us so far, potentially yeah. eight.
2: Eight. No, it's eight because the Andran's friend is coming, no?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. It's eight. Potentially, of us, potentially nine. Nine of us. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I am making, I'm just making the Caribbean stuff that you'd have at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, because normally yes. at home, we will have English stuff and like Jamaican stuff together. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like someone's going to do the English stuff, so I don't care.
2: I guess I'm doing those.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. Puts, um, so I'm doing like rice and peas, stew chicken, and maybe some plantain and coleslaw. And I'm making two punches, which I need to buy jugs for. I'm making a rum punch and a Guinness punch and they're Nine. very different.
2: Are you making a okay. uh, mold wine too? That's Lara? what what one of my questions if I should buy ingredients for mold wine. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: I think so. I feel like okay. there's never enough it's alcohol. A, it's okay. a crowd yes. favorite. Yes, so. yes. yes. Okay. okay.
2: Maybe after dinner. I don't think I it's am at all giving any. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So I would make roasted potatoes. I think we, we landed on roasting two different meats, which is not turkey. Mm-hmm. because A lot of people hate turkey. So I think we're doing a roast chicken and then maybe a roast pork thing or lamb thing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and obviously gravy and Yorkshire puddings and like, I don't know what else. Something like that. What about New Year's? No idea. No
0: idea. I might be in London. I might be in Sheffield. I haven't thought about it. Literally if you're in nothing.
2: Sheffield, let's do something. Like, I okay. think if are staying in Sheffield, we should go somewhere, maybe. I don't know. I think we should go
0: somewhere that is, like, normally, like, what I would like to do is walk along the River Thames
2: mm-hmm. during
0: Christmas. Mm-hmm. Not Christmas, the other one, New Year's. So mm-hmm. uh, it would be nice to do, like, a Sheffield-adjacent thing.
2: Okay.
0: With, with alcohol. It's has smoldy. it already
2: snowed? No, um, it Smold? has some yeah. weeks ago but now it's not that cold anymore
0: yeah okay. and that week i went to seek temple i'll tell How you was more it? about it what it is happening really are you
2: okay Yes,
0: guess i'm sick. No, no joking <laughs> i'm not sick
2: wanted to say something about leave as a phd or should we just cut that off completely because i think that's yeah. interesting you know it's really weird to take holidays as a phd is very weird for me because you don't really get holidays Like it's not like we have like a designated amount of time that we are off, and we have to do nothing, right? So it's Mm -hmm. a bit up to you, up to your supervisor, whatever, to see how much time you have off without working at all, or maybe they don't care and you just are flexible around it. But it's a very strange thing. Like, I have never been asked about leave. Mm. Like I've never
1: been asked, like, oh, why were you gone for so long,
2: or something like that. No, me neither. But I think it depends on your supervisor. I think think other people are like, yeah, you're taking holidays this week, so I'm not expecting any emails or anything from you. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've never been transparent. Not never, but I'm not always transparent about leave because Mm -hmm. it's so obscure. Mm -hmm. So like, my supervisors, I feel say the right things but then just the way the PhD is set up and stuff mm-hmm. it just doesn't really mesh because they will tell me all the time you should take leave you should really take leave blah blah blah, and I'm like how yeah, like yeah. in my head like, because I have so much to do there's no space to take if I take leave it's just going to add burden to like later like there's no
2: mm-hmm. way around
0: it and um, but that's why I also I'm not always transparent. Like I will just, I'll be given work to do and I'll be like, right, especially the way I work. I don't do everything until like the last minute anyway. So for me, I've got like two weeks off anyway. I'm just gonna do what I want. (laughs) Like I'm gonna go-to, like when I went to New York, I went to New York, I did some PhD work there, I can't lie, but for the most part I was gone, but I didn't tell them I was gone, I just went. And
1: cool. um, this is this is not just true for us. I feel I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's true for also like established academics. um I've seen them take leaves or them email saying that oh I'm on leave, but yeah. they're still responding to me, and I'm just why are you responding to me you're, you're literally already yeah I think it, it
2: depends yes like i i do not enjoy when people respond to their emails but, but i feel also it's like they are stressed about something yeah. they want to check that you're okay or whatever and they have your their phone and they will respond to your email if they if they can't just respond in a minute right Yeah. So it's I think it's just a personality thing as well. Some people are really bad at just closing off completely and not responding at all. Like I I was on a leave now and I was still responding to my emails and everything because like if I don't respond for a month, then I'm gonna come back and open my email and get a heart attack. Like I just cannot not do that. Right. But yeah, if I'm on holidays, I will not yeah, but I will try not to respond, but it's not always easy.
1: It upsets me when people It's true mm-hmm. for every sector, I feel. It's true for like, mm-hmm. I've seen people not just in academia, also, but also like elsewhere, also do this because I have a problem with the entire idea of leave that people don't take it seriously enough. They think that you're mm-hmm. a leave. so that mm-hmm. amount of work should be gone, right? But it doesn't go away, it's have just to, like after. You have to do later Mm -hmm. on more intensely and more like in a lesser amount of time I
0: don't yeah I don't know like don't get me wrong I think it does it's not specific to academia at all Mm -hmm. um but I do think it's specific to specific industries Mm. and I think it is specific to academia in a sense like in that academia is one of those industries because I've never seen it this way before like so many people answer their emails when they're mm. on lead, which to mm. me is ridiculous because to me, mm. like, work-life balance is, like, like, that's, like, it for me. When I'm not being paid to do it, I'm not there. Yeah. So I'm, like, that stresses me. But right. also, sorry, Pragya, you said something else and I was, like, ooh. <laughs> uh,
1: um, the fact that, you know, you have to do the work later on, like, you're expected to do the work later on. That.
0: I feel like this is specific to academia as well, because everyone else just has handovers. Like mm-hmm. I'm going on leave, mm. here's the stuff that I'm doing, take it please. And then we don't really have that sort of system in academia. Like you're not gonna get like a intermittent supervisor if your supervisor's off, or mm. um, like nobody can carry on with your research if you're, like it's just- Yeah, it's
2: your research, no one else can do it. Like- mm. right. And Mm -hmm. it's, like,
0: it's so weird to me, like, that it's Mm -hmm. just not... There's nothing there for that. Mm -hmm. And academia has been academia for, like, hundreds if not thousands of years. (laughs) Like, why have we not engineered that? (laughs) Like, I'm confused. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I said it because I also felt like when I was working in the the development sector, I felt the same way. Like, I felt like my leaves were never respected. And, like, Mm. I was asked to sort of, like do whatever I didn't do in the last two days the next day and I was just like why so for example the things would be like if someone had to enter something that they had to enter each day and because I wasn't there
2: no they did it.
1: it and mm-hmm. then I've done it the next to next day because there was nobody to replace that so I just think that there are very less mechanisms to sort of that replace that sort of labor.
2: Ooh, I it always depends on your position, right, and on what type of work you're doing. Yeah. Like, if if you're the only person in that position and you're only one that knows how to do this or whatever, then yeah. obviously no one else will do it. Yeah. But if you're in a position that there is multiple people that are yeah. working in different days or shifts or are they working at the same time, someone else will do it. Like, when he's not working, He just like he's not working and someone else is doing the cases, right? Because Mm -hmm. they get assigned cases that they need to work for. Right. And then if he's not there, he's not getting assigned any cases. So it's Mm. not like his workload is getting doubled suddenly Mm. for the next day. But obviously, if you're doing something that only you are doing, right, then I don't know. But like I don't know, like
0: as right. Okay. When I was a user researcher, Mm -hmm. let's say I'm working, I have my project that I work Mm -hmm. on and I know the most. Research wise Mm -hmm. about that project. And there might be a researcher who might be in my department working on a project that is different, but it's sort of maybe adjacent or something. So I might say to them, I have to have all the documentation in place. So my interview guide, my maybe a little background or whatever to the research, whatever. So that if I am off, I can be like, hey, other person, can you do my interviews? I've got two today if you're available. So they can still, they're not going to be me. So they're not going to know everything about the research, but they know enough that they can carry the interview or Mm -hmm. carry whatever I need done. Like they can Mm -hmm. do it pretty much. Mm -hmm. And it's always good because like one time my manager was like the one who knew everything. And I was a graduate at the time. So like he knew everything Mm -hmm. and he was doing all these interviews. And that morning that he was supposed to do all the interviews, he cycled into work and got hit by an Uber. <laughs> Sorry, I'm oh like That's not funny. It's not. It's funny now because he's alive and well. But at the time, it wasn't. Um, yeah, and so he had to, like, be in hospital for days or whatever. And so then everything went on pause
2: because mm-hmm. nobody
0: was, like, you always need to have someone there to, mm. like, be able to continue. the th- If the thing is that important time-wise to continue. Mm-hmm. Then it's never good for, like, one person to know one thing and then everything falls apart if they're not there like that seems like wildly inefficient but we don't even have
1: like proper work I feel like academia doesn't have a system and sometimes it is beneficial I feel like I have moved on from like working sector to academia because of the flexibility but it comes with a cost, like it always does come with a cost. And, like, on some days, you're so exhausted because you have no working hours. But, yes, on some days, I can actually be like, Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna do something else. And I don't mm-hmm. have to, do like, there is no very strict routine.
2: Mm-hmm. To I think it's also work. very different for us like in the social sciences, because I know other people are doing PhDs, like in labs and in more science things, like they need to go there, you know? Like they have work to do in a lab and their whole research team is in the lab, their supervisor, and they need to go like on a specific day at a specific time, right? But I think for us, it's very flexible. Like my supervisor just cares that on our supervision meeting, I have the work done that we agreed for me to do and I'm progressing according to our timeline or whatever how i'm doing it when i'm doing it if i'm doing it all in three days and i'm taking the rest to Mm. do nothing that's my problem like i don't Mm -hmm. think they really care about that but i think that's also very supervisor dependent like i have a a colleague in my department that she had to go to her supervisor's office like at least once a week for a 10-minute catch-up Oh, no. So, so usually she had to go twice a week to just go to her office, mm. go in and tell her this week I'm doing this, 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 and this. And this is how I'm mm. progressing. Bye. See you next week until the mm. proper supervision meeting. So mm. there, there is like very different approaches, mm. I think. But I also like the flexibility. Yeah. But it, as you said, Fragi, it also comes with the drawbacks. Like it also means that weekends sometimes don't mean anything. Night and day doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like it's Christmas whatever who cares you still have to work right but I feel like it's up to you to to structure it yeah
0: I don't see I wasn't gonna say I don't see much difference I I do and I don't I feel like the flexibility in academia comes from the fact that your deadline is always far away Mm -hmm. um because I think on a day-to-day I do the same thing I used to do at work (laughs) where I just watch Netflix and then I was like oh I've got a deadline tomorrow I'll just do it in the morning or whatever like so it's still the same for me I think it's just that what makes it more flexible is that I don't have to send something for like a month and then I don't have to finish my PhD for three years so then it's like everything is so like elongated and like you know I'll just I'll be there when I'm there sort of thing yeah um I can't relate,
2: but <laughs> no, me neither. I'm here for you. Same. <laughs> I really call no, when I worked in an office, I had to go there nine to five, and I didn't oh, really yeah, have yeah. Dead, deadlines that were like, okay, whatever. We had some deadlines, but it was not like I need to give something by the end of the day or in every two days in, right? It was just like a teamwork, like I need to do this, I need to finish this drawing or this specifications or whatever and they need to get out have a lot of things to do all the time but I would
0: have because like I would do research but I would be doing it in a very shorter time frame Mm -hmm. so it's like what I would be doing in my three years of PhD I would have to do in like two months Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like um and so my deadlines will be deadlines I set for myself. Where it's like, okay, I need mm-hmm. to do five interviews and I need to have it analysed by this time. So mm-hmm. then, you that's know, it, I need to yeah. make sure the discussion gets, like, it's like that. But then I always work from, like, I think that's the thing. I always engineer my working environment. So it's not like that. <laughs> like, I make sure I always work from home,
2: mm-hmm. pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. I made
0: sure, like, um, I didn't have, not didn't have managers because you can't choose your managers, but like didn't have someone who was very
2: on top of you all the time. Yeah,
0: like micromanaging. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. work.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
0: yeah, I don't like micromanagers. I don't either. I right. will avoid them at all costs, um, but I will battle them at all costs as well. So we have a problem there.
2: I think sometimes I unintentionally become a micromanager and then I try to back up, but I I don't want to do it. Like I hate it. <laughs> But because I'm such a perfectionist, I, I just I don't know. I'm like
0: oh yeah, in the kitchen, hundred percent I'm a micromanager.
2: You're <laughs> not work, but then I'm like, okay, I'll just try to step back and just leave them do whatever they're doing. Except if I don't know, yeah, it depends. But I hate micromanagers too.
0: So. I'm still thinking when me and Vicky made that stipend roast for everyone, Marga mm-hmm. was even in the UK at this point. I'm still thinking at how much she pissed me off with the way she cut the potatoes. Who I'm did? such a micromanager in the kitchen. How Vicky. You cut oh, Vicky. The potatoes? so small. Like, oh. oh. How okay, small? Like, big... make me in. it's like, okay, imagine you cut a potato into four. Yeah. Vicky would cut into like eight. Why? But the potatoes were really good. I'm so, don't even say that. Oh. Because they should never be cut so small. Okay. Vicky, I but... hope you're listening to this, this. This is a test to see if she listens to the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you
2: oh, think he's I'm like? It's this is.
0: And that's why they mashed. Okay, I'm over it. I'm not.
1: And I was promised mashed potatoes, so I got mashed potatoes.
0: It's fine. Not, <laughs> not too bad. was <laughs> okay. Um, but Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just gonna say, don't know what's gonna happen to this episode.
2: Yeah. No, no sure. one knows. It's okay it's just some blabbing no i said that you should actually take leave and take some days for yourself in the holidays and don't do any phd work just like have fun or chill or whatever bye love you bye love you (laughs) love you bitches